Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Brian, you have got to get Dylan under control. He's terrorizing the whole family. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what he did to Meg yesterday. He made her watch the other 178 hours of Monty Python stuff that isn't funny or memorable. I have a pet hedgehog named Zippy, and I shall walk her to town. And each time my foot hits the ground, I shall say, boing, boing, boing. I'm a girl! I don't even like the good Monty Python sketches. Episode 205. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Hey, how you doing, that big guy? You holding up all right? Welcome to Half Hour Wasted, episode 205. It is 11.29 on April the 29th. That's funny. No, not April. January the 29th. And I am headed to the Dallas Sci-Fi Con. Women of Sci-Fi is the theme this year. Uh, I'm not sure which city it's in. I should check. They're both in the same general direction of driving, so I should probably check before I get any closer. Um... Frank and I are going to the show today, and Bill is out of town. He's on the road. We might have some audio from him later in the show. This is one of the last cons that's going to be in the small, one of the small places this May, or yeah, May or August, I think. I can't remember which month. Uh, the, The Dallas Con is going to be at the new Irving Convention Center. It's more centrally located in the Dallas Fort Worth area. There's going to be a lot more room for guests and vendors and celebrities. Stan Lee's going to be there at this con. Uh, I think I read something this morning that said Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor are going to be there at this this con. Uh, coming up, the Dallas Comic Con in, in May. That'll be cool. But today we're concerned with the women of Sci-Fi Con. We've got some newer sci-fi actresses going to be there and some older sci-fi actresses are going to be there. We've got Michelle Nichols from Star Wars. Lieutenant Uhura is going to be there. Uh, I can't remember the name of the girl from the original Battlestar Galactica brunette. She's going to be there. Then we got the new girls from Battlestar. We got Trisha Helfer. Katie Sackhoff is going to be there. Monica Baccarin from V and Firefly. She's going to be there. Um, there's somebody else I'm forgetting. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But anyway, this will be fun. Maybe there will be some comics and some trades and stuff, but I think mainly this is just to go and look and point and shoot cameras and wave and stuff like that. Um, so, and I'm going to meet, uh, as I said, I'm going to meet Frank there. I think Dan from San Ann's going to make it up there. Um, Dennis Pooh, 80s Junkie, is going to be there. In fact, I sold some books to Dennis. 
So I'm going to go collect uh, his fee, his payment. Which reminds me, I am selling some some of my books and comics on the uh, message board at the Half Hour Wasted site and the CGS Super Show 2011 message board on thecomicforums.com because I'm trying to save up all my cash to get to the Super Show this year. I've already bought, brought, I've already bought a plane ticket, but I'm selling some books and stuff to help finance the trip. Looking forward to going there. So if you want to see if I've got anything for sale uh, that you would be interested in, go to one of those message boards and check it out. Alright, I'm not really sure what to expect uh, at this con, but we shall see what's going on and uh, we'll check in with you later. Hello everyone, this is Frank A. Rincon from A Half Hour Wasted, and I just pulled up to the parking lot to the Sci-Fi Expo. About to pull up my notes here to tell you who we're expecting. I guess it would help if I took off my sunglasses too. There we go. Okay, here we go. Um, Sci-Fi Expo presents Women of Sci-Fi. And we got Ahura. We got Starbuck. Katie Sack- Shackoff. Is that his name? Is that really her name? Terry Helfer. Which is from Battlestar. She was Battlestar number six. Monica Barinka. By by Kinker, the lady from V. We got Aaron Gray, Yvonne Craig, the original Batgirl, and Lockhart appearing Saturday only. She was in the original Star um, Battlestar Galactica. And then for some guy, for some reason, we have Nick Gilliard. Nick was the stunt coordinator for all the Star Wars prequels, and fitting in for this event, Nick did stunt work for the Alien Queen. And he's only charging twenty bucks, so I guess that's his that's his female um, connection to this. Anyway, I'm about to walk in. We've got some uh, pre-interviews and some interviews during this. It's going to be a great show, you guys. Um, I'm glad you're here for a half hour wasted. I'm about to meet up with uh, uh, the other HHW crew. I think it's just going to be Brad here and Bill is doing some family events. We're supposed to get some segments from him today, but. Um, I'm about to walk out and see what's going on on this show, baby. Here I go. Here I go, Sci-Fi Expo. 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 This is Frank Rincon walking up to the convention center. I'm walking up to the convention center. And as I'm walking up, uh, you know, I'm walking, seeing people and uh, stuff like that. And I have to say, there are there are a lot of just very unattractive and ugly people going to this. This is not going to be a good show. I mean, unless you really enjoy just ugly, ugly people. My God, look, at, is that a guy or a girl? Oh my God, it's a dog. <laughs> There's some... Frightfully ugly people here. Oh my god. That one's making eye contact with me. I need to shuffle along. Don't approach me, please. No, please, that way. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Oh, look, people in costume. 
Metronet. Hey, how are you? How's it going? Hey, good. Good, man. I'm sorry, you're escaping me right now. It's um, Jake. Jake, okay, yeah. how are you? Good. Good. That's my boots right over there. Oh, great, man. <laughs> Where's Callie? Oh, uh, she's busy today. Uh-oh. I don't think she'll be coming out to this show. Oh, okay. Hey, you got a moment to talk? I'm recording. Sure. Okay, Jake, what's up? Nothing. How are you? <laughs> Doing good. So how's the booth? How's uh, how things been so far today? Oh, not bad. Uh, a tad slow, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if okay. it picks up. I um I just know attendance seems to be okay. I guess, right? I mean, the sales floor is kind of full, but you think it's going to be a good weekend? Bigger. Maybe it's the uh, celebrities they, they they have out here. I don't know. You had uh, you know Shatner last time, so he was a big draw and. So, you know, yeah, the dealer's room seems to be a little lighter. Yeah. I mean, Ahura's here, so that's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to walk around and see anybody. As I walked in, I saw um, there was a whole line of people just waiting outside to get autographs and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So it seems like like a lot of the traffic is out there. I'm sure it's going to work its way over here. I need to funnel in here. Yeah. <laughs> see some money. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get you some money. You got the 50-cent coupons. Huh? Here, tell me what you're selling. 50-cent comics, the trades. 50 to 80% off. We're promoting a sale we got going on at our store coming up. Other big deals. Bargains to be had. All right. We'll stop by later, okay? Take care, buddy. Awesome comics. Thank you. All right. Thanks. I'm going to walk over. I just saw Brad. Bradley. There we go. How are you? Good to see you. I just walked in. I just walked in about 10 minutes ago. I've started in that corner. I've just been wandering up and a little back and forth, back and forth. I mean, you, you beat me by about five minutes so have you seen um either dennis or dan no i have not um i haven't i haven't texted them are they here yet uh well i don't know i haven't seen either one i know dennis was planning on being here i have some books for him actually i have some books for you i have your chew oh okay i got a tweet we got a, a half hour wasted. here hold on to this here you're talking to this where i put this away half hour wasted got a tweet from dan from san ann saying that he hopes he sees us here today so that's how I know he's going to be here. Okay, so uh, is it just me or are there just lots of ugly people here? No, it's not just you. I'll make, see those guys right there. They just walked in. I yeah. think they qualify. I mean, there are just some unattractive people here, Brad. Just, here comes one right now. I don't know if that's a guy or... Well, it's a guy, I guess. I think you and I are the only un- <laughs> unattractive people here. You know? I would give... Yeah, I would give that. Well, it looks like we're standing in front of some trades. How about we do, do some digging? Yeah, I'm going to try not to spend a dime this this con okay in fact i only i only got the minimum amount of cash because i'm trying to save save for super show yeah. yeah but um how's your sale going promote your sale oh it's going it's going i've already promoted it earlier in my what i've recorded on the way up here so okay great it's going all right okay well let's do some digging then okay it's brad i'm in the car with ashley say hi Hey. Allison, say hi. Hello. And coming up soon, it's this weekend, is the Dallas Women of Sci-Fi Con. This weekend? Yeah, this weekend. Um, it's going to be lots of sci-fi actresses at the, at the con this weekend. And Allison, and everybody knows Ashley is a Star Wars fan. Oh, hey. Um, Allison recently saw Tron Legacy, and she liked it. I loved it. Right? What do you guys, you guys, you know, you're a big, uh, 
Are you a sci-fi fan, Allison? Or are you a, a fantasy? Um, you like Star Wars, Allison? If you had to pick a favorite female sci-fi character, you know, out of any sci-fi you've ever seen, who do you think it might be? Define sci-fi. Well, like that answers your question. Like Tron or Star Wars, um, I would consider Percy Jackson. Yes. Um, I would consider it like fantasy, but it it's all in the same genre you hear sci-fi and fantasy talked about in the same breath the same article the same story or whatever so i think that counts you know um anything you can any movie you've seen that's like not a real life movie or whatever you know what i mean you think about it and ashley you tell me who do you if you had to pick it like for me my favorite female science fiction character is ellen ripley from the alien movies sigourney weaver I love that character. I just think she's incredible. She's strong, independent, and she can kick your butt. And she fights aliens. I mean, come on. It's good. So, Ashley, if you had to pick a female science fiction action, even, we'll go action. Like, have you seen any of the Terminator movies, Ashley? Um, no. I have not. Well, the main girl in, especially... <clears throat> Sarah Connor? In, in the first two, Sarah Connor. She's awesome. She's right under Ripley, okay, as far well, as I I'm concerned. Okay, so, who are you a fan of? Um, well, since I've had no time to ponder this, I honestly don't have a straight-up answer, but just, well, just think out of, of the A couple 18, off the top of your head. Out of the 18 seconds I've had to think about it, um, can't even think of her name, but, uh, the main female role in Predators... I really enjoyed. Oh, okay. I'm not... Not Royce I can't even remember, and... I can't even remember her um, name, because oh, she only oh, said crap. it at the very end. Yeah, they, I know Royce, and then I can't remember her name, but... What was it about... And you're talking about the new Robert Rodriguez... Correct. ...movie. What was it about uh, that character that... Um, I don't know. She was just... She was assertive, and she didn't take crap from anybody, and she, she knew what she was doing. She had a mission... And she wouldn't let anybody compromise it. And she stayed, or she helped Toby Maguire's character. That's not Toby Maguire, that's Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Topher Grace's character. And even when she was, she knew she was approaching her death, she said she would do it all over again. Right. And she's like, she had respect for the human race, but she also had respect for herself. And I don't know, that was impressive. And I, also, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I could watch it every day. Honest. What about what about uh, you know Princess Leia? Do you think she's well? Yeah, a strong character. I do. Who could beat who up in their prime? Queen Amidala, Padme Amidala, or Princess Leia Organa? If they both had like, if they were both, you know, they were both nineteen in uh, their first movie. Well, not their first movie, no. but Leia was. 19 in the and in Star Wars Padme A was New Hope 14. and yeah and then in Attack of the Clones Padme was 24 so take that take that Amidala 19? no take that Amidala and then take Princess Leia from Return of the Jedi so she was she's probably closer to 23 at that point you know so they're fairly even matched who could if you had to put put one of them um I really like 
Natalie Portman slash Padme. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like that character so much, but if they were going to duel, I honestly think Princess Leia would come out th- on top. I think it would be a tough, a tough match. Yeah, it would definitely be a match. I don't think they would both have a run for their money, but I think Leia would. I don't know if the same. I think the same is. I think it's the same way for Amidala in the prequels, but I don't think Princess Leia, when she was using her blaster, I don't think she ever missed a shot. I don't think. No, she was so accurate. Every time she fired her her blaster, she would hit what she was shooting at. So I don't and think she ever missed. In attack during the arena scene, Padme was taking him down. Yeah. I think really tough, independent female roles are few and far between. Some are better than others, yes. Correct. You can complain about the, the Star Wars prequels and say they were lame or whatever, but still, you could definitely tell that Amidala was Leia's mother. They were both cut from the same cloth. They were both definitely. strong and independent. And I mean, I a little tangent, but I enjoyed the prequels but it's probably because I, that's what I grew up on. I did see 4, 5, and 6 first, but as a little girl, I watched those more often. Sure. So I, I am probably in the minority saying that I really do like those. I know they all have their flaws, and I know they sometimes make you and I want to punch a wall with some of the stuff that George Lucas has done to them in the... Um, new the newer releases special editions yeah but I enjoyed those also but um, a minor character I really like Ayla Sakura yeah a lot. she you know she started off as a comic book character and she then was I think I did so know that cool. and then they wrote her into wrote her into uh, Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. you know and obviously she had a bigger part in in Revenge of the Sith but well you see her get shot down. Don't mention yeah. that. I'm sad. Sorry. Oh. Um, but, no, it was neat talking to Amy Allen when we met her, the actress who plays Ayla Secura. Oh, and I remember her saying that every shot she had in a Star Wars movie, she was by herself on a green screen. Yeah. And she was never with other people. That's the way they did most of that stuff. Do you remember, I mean, you weren't small. It was only a couple of years ago. You remember mm-hmm. meeting Amy Allen? She was real nice, wasn't she? Um... So, if you had to pick a, a female movie character that you really liked, mm-hmm. what what would it be for you? I have three. Okay. Well, since you mentioned Tron earlier, I like Cora. She's pretty cool. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. She was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And she did a fair amount of butt kicking. <laughs> um, I like Storm X Men. Ah, Storm. She's she's a she's a cool character. You know, for me, they they really didn't... I would like to see an Origins movie on her. Well, you never know. They they might. Um, They didn't really do her character right, as far as I'm concerned, when I compare it with what's in the comics. But yeah, she's a cool character, and she's strong and independent. Was the continuity not there? Uh, It's just her personality was a little off, I thought. Who's your third one? Well, I just came up with four now. Okay. Okay, so I already said two. The last two, um, we were talking about Ayla. She's pretty cool. She's my favorite Star Wars character. And um, the fourth one, back to X-Men, um, I think her name is Kitty. 
Kitty Pride. Yeah, she's really cool. The one, one that can go through walls. Yeah. She's really cool. Pride. Isn't she the one who's all tatted up? No. Who's that? That was a that was one of the bad guys. She was one of the evil mutants. Oh yeah. You're right. So those are my four. Let's list them again real quick. Okay, number one, Cora from Tron. Uh huh. Number two, what was it? Uh Storm, X Men, and then number three was Ayla from Star Wars and number four was Kitty from Kitty Pride? Yeah. Cool. I've been thinking a little bit and I I like Sue Storm as well. I mean I know she's not huge and she's not big and bad. But No, she's I I do like her. She's a cool character and you know, she's the invisible girl, visible woman. But after a while they they gave her cooler powers than her just being able to turn invisible, you know? The force fields. She could use force fields. She could... And the the ex- explanation for her turning invisible is that she controlled these force fields and she was able to bend light around her. So it's not that she was actually invisible because you just, could see in the movie when she was invisible you could still kind of see an outline of like her, you, you know? Like Predators? Yeah. Are you talking about just Galp? Yes. Like yeah, their cloaking device. Okay, now I have five yeah. now. <laughs> okay. Five. And once they really started exploring that, you know, to take down a bad guy, once she created a force field bubble around him and kept him in that bubble until he used up all the oxygen and he passed out. And that's how they stopped him. You know, I thought so. He exploded. No, I mean, in the comic. This oh, happened in the comic. Okay. So, okay. you know, it's not like she's invisible and all she can do is sneak up on somebody and you know, clonk them in the head with a stick or something, you know what I mean? That'd be so cool. Like, get a log for, mm-hmm. and then just like... That'd be so, so there's, a, there's a lot of really cool... You know, and we're going to probably see a lot of them at this con. You know, there's old Star Trek, Star Trek characters and Battlestar Galactica and Buck Rogers and... and they're, you know, they're few and far between as far as the ones that really speak to me, but, you know, and then Zoe Saldana, she was Uhura in the new Star Trek movie. She, she did a great that job. I was Uhura I for Halloween. That's right. You I were. That, that was a good costume. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two? I thought it was last year. I really want to wear it to a con. No, you were Rogue from the X-Men. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was was Rogue. All right, I have six. (laughs) I was Rogue for Halloween this year, and I had leather leggings and a leather jacket and blonde hair extensions. Hair extensions. Straightened your hair. That was a really cool costume. And black boots. I'm... Next time we go to a con, I want to dress up. I remember spending spending hours at the mall. Waiting for her to pick out a costume. Pick out a costume? Yeah, like all the stuff to make the costume. Hey, if you could be any female superhero, who would it be? That's a hard one. Um, I'm not sure. I have to think about it. What about you? Michael Turner's Supergirl. Michael Turner's Supergirl? I, I love his art. You'd have really weird looking eyes in person, though. <laughs> Big anime eyes. <laughs> now we're talking about now, robots. <laughs> um, I think Supergirl is a really neat character, as well as Wonder Woman. You know, I would, I would love to be able to wrap someone in a rope and get the truth out of them. Mm-hmm. That'd, that'd be cool. There, there hasn't been a good Wonder Woman comic in a long time. It's because I haven't been any of them. <laughs> um, and there, 
there was a Wonder Woman TV show that was going to start up. I remember real soon. Tell me about. But it it did it ever get past production? Wasn't it kind of like that Los Frijoles Mexican restaurant that never came to be? Right, but <laughs> it recently found found another home. It's going to be on NBC if it goes through. Right. It'll be on NBC, so hopefully we can have a really cool version of, of Wonder Woman that the public can see. You know, because she is a strong character, and she's, she's uh, you know, part of the DC trinity, the... The three main heroes at DC, Superman, Batman, Batman and, Wonder and Wonder Woman. But she's been kind of, eh, lately. So it's time to bring her back into the to the spotlight. But anyway. And I decided, um, since I saw Tron recently, I really like Cora. Like, I would love to be her and have a light-up costume. That'd be so cool. That would be cool. You could dress as her for Halloween next year. Mm-hmm. That'd be right awesome. Right on a light cycle. Yeah. Like, dressed up a motorcycle as a light cycle would be awesome. I want to be Leia next year. My hair will be long enough. Yeah, you could put it in the buns. The hamburger buns? Yeah. This would be awesome. <laughs> or the cinnamon rolls? Cinnamon buns. <laughs> All right, thanks, girls. Yeah, Bye. thanks for having us. Hey, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I saw you kind of digging in through the uh, through the trades and stuff like that. Um, so this show, the Sci-Fi Expo, it's uh, it's the women of sci-fi. So I'm going to talk mostly to women here at the show and stuff like that. So, so, um, so you said you read comic books. Now tell me a little bit about what you read and stuff like that. Um, I read most of anything. I prefer DC, I guess, but I read Image and you know some of those indie comics. So. Any particular title you really read? Um, not really, because I read a lot of everything. So I guess I like um, what I've been reading recently. Um, you know, like adventure comics, action comics, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know, sci-fi so male-oriented and stuff like that. Do you ever get flack about liking comic books and stuff like that? Uh. I mean, not really because I'm female, just because it's kind of nerdy. My friends are just like, ah, you're such a nerd. Look at your box of comics. But, I mean, I like it, so I don't really care. (laughs) Okay, well, what about, like, um, let's talk about summer movies and stuff like that. Are you excited about the crop? Because there's going to be a lot of superhero movies out this year. Oh, yeah, like uh, Thor, Green Lantern, you know, yeah. Those those are, I mean, I'll watch them. And uh, I'll see what I think. But they, the trailers are looking really good right now. So hopefully the movies are good. Okay. But uh, not all superhero movies are the greatest. <laughs> yeah, can you think of maybe one of the bad ones you've seen recently? Well, not recently, but Spider-Man 3 wasn't the greatest. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Some friends and I were talking about that movie the other day, too. So that's just kind of funny. Yeah, it did kind of jump the shark a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Now, did you hear the rebooting Spider-Man? Yes, I did. Uh, I don't. Uh, hopefully, it's good. Uh, I don't know how well fans will react to the whole Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, because they're rebooting a lot of things, like uh, I think they're rebooting Fantastic Four. I thought I heard. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic Four is getting rebooted. X-Men. Yeah, X-Men First Class, that should be fun, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got the poster in my hand. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully that's good. Uh, I'm excited to see that one. Uh, I didn't really like. Well, I can't really say I didn't like the X Men movies because I thought they were pretty cool. I just thought, you know, they could have put a little more into it. But that's just me. Okay, cool. So, okay, so um, tell me one thing that you're um, that you think everybody should be reading, but you think they're missing out on. Like, what what book are you reading that you just think I wish more people were reading this because it's so good? Scott Pilgrim, because I love Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> did you think the movie was done well? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, the ending wasn't the greatest, but you know they didn't really have the last the five or six out when they wrote the script, so it's understandable. But uh, it was, I thought it was good. I really liked it. The movie was good. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah, no problem. Okay, um, I was walking down the, uh, the aisles, and I saw uh seems like a family here. Tell me, who do we got? I'm Veronica. And who, and who are you? I'm Abby. And you are? I'm Sarah. Hey, ladies, how are you? Thank you. Okay, so the sci-fi, the theme is the women of sci-fi, and, um, you know, how are y'all related? Um, I'm the mother. These are my daughters. Okay, great. So how, how old are we all, the, the girls here? I'm 18. I'm 9. Okay, great. So you guys are sci-fi fans, huh? Yes, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so right now I see you have a picture of a Hura yes. signed. Who, what else do you have? Hura. We have number six from Battlestar Galactica. We have Buck Rogers. Mm-hmm. Sam from Buck Rogers. And then also um, Sheba from the original Battlestar Galactica. Batgirl. And we're going to go back to get um, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Wow, so you're getting all the all the big celebs here, huh? We are, absolutely. <laughs> we're looking forward to the next one. They're going to have um, Leonard Nimoy, Leonard that Nimoy one. And Darth Vader. Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell me, um, sci-fi-wise, uh, what, do you, what are you ladies into? We'll start with you. Um, all of it. Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, um, all the classics, Star Wars, everything. And how, how about you? We'll start with you. Um, I really like Next Generation of Star Trek, but I'm also a huge uh, Battlestar Galactica fan. <laughs> yeah, I have the guy's Baltar shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. How about you? I like Star Trek and Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> I like your, you have the new shirt on, the new Star Trek uniform on, but it's a red one. You know what that means, don't you? <laughs> I gotta die sometime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys like the, um, you guys like the TV shows. What about comic books and stuff? Do you guys read comic books? We do love comic books, absolutely. Um, we went to the free comic book day a few months ago. That was a lot of fun. Okay, great. Now, what about the summer? There's a lot of summer movies coming out. Anything in particular you're looking forward to? I'll start with you. Um, I don't know any summer movies. Well, we got Captain America. We got Thor. We got Green Lantern. Oh, Green Lantern is going to be cool. Yeah, definitely. Because we watched Justice League, so, you know. And we wanted to go see Tron. We want to see that. Absolutely. And how about you? Any summer movies you're looking forward to? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Well, so, you know, sci-fi is so male-oriented and stuff like that. Do you guys feel like you get flack sometimes about, like, being a girl and liking sci-fi? Not really. It just, I guess it just makes it fun because, you know, you're the odd one out. So it's it's fun. I like it still. Sometimes I had issues when I was growing up. There was a little bit of a stigma, but I think that's going away now. And how about you? A little bit. <laughs> but, it looks, but it looks like you're having fun with your family, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So before I go, what's the uh, what's the one little bit of sci-fi thing that people are missing out on? Like the one show or movie or uh, even book that you think people should read because it's so awesome, but, you know, not a lot of people know about it. 
Gorn. 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 He's her favorite from the original Gorn, from the original Star Trek. Um, I I feel like the next generation doesn't get as much attention as it should. They had a lot of great lessons, and the whole family can watch it together. How about you? Yeah, because there's like seven seasons of that, and, you know, people just don't, they don't give it credit, and it was really, really good. And so I think definitely next generation. Well, ladies, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your shopping, okay? Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, so I'm walking the floor, and I have, and I, I came across this one section where there's actually three old-school pinball machines. This is kind of fun. I'm going to record some of the audio from it. I'm recording audio from the game, so... So do you play pinball a lot? A lot. Have you ever played pinball before? Uh, only on the computer. <laughs> so what's it like playing an analog pinball game? Uh, a little different? It's different. <laughs> More chancy. <laughs> well, I'm just guessing. How old are you, Mask? 21. 21. Okay. So did you ever? have you ever played on... Uh, like a real uh, pinball machine before? Is this like your first one? This is... I played on a few, but n- no Star Trek ones. Just, I think I played on Star Wars one before. Okay. So. Okay. By the way, my name's Frank. I do a radio show on the internet. I'll give you a card for the show, but I'm just kind of interviewing people about um, sci-fi and stuff like that here today. <laughs> so you're a Star Trek fan? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, you know, this being the uh, women of star uh, sci-fi, you know, is there anything in particular you're looking for here? Like shopping-wise or meeting people-wise? I'm looking for books. Okay. Anything in particular? Star Trek paperbacks. <laughs> okay, cool. It has over 200, so. Okay, well, happy pinballing. Nice talking to you. Dan from CNN, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. How are you doing today? Good. So your wife is here too. Yeah, yeah. We're running the freebie table. So how do you get? How do you do? You, how are you even involved with this? Uh, well, we have a friend who we met at the very first Wizard World Texas, um, and we stay with him when we come up here to do the to see the shows and stuff. But oh, okay. uh, he actually is good friends with the guy who puts these shows on, Mark. Here, let's let's. let's. So we kind of have an easy in. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but you're stuck at the table all day, huh? Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been here since uh, nine, a little after nine. We got up at three o'clock, hit the road at four, uh, and we've been we were rolling posters all morning. We got three thousand. We got three thousand um, X Men first class posters. We've rolled about six hundred. So, you know, it's funny. While I've been on the sales floor, I've talked to a couple of people, interviewed them, and they're both very, they they were all very excited to have that poster. <laughs> I ha- I've heard the same thing, but I haven't heard anybody who's excited to see the movie. Oh yeah, that's true. Podcast yeah. podcast network. You know, I, network anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just saw my first still from the movie, and nothing about it bothers me, but nothing excites me about it either. I haven't seen any stills from the movie, but everybody on the HHW LOD network has nothing good to say about the stills. Wow, you are really promoting. Thank you for promoting the network. I really, You do a much better job at it than I do. <laughs> well, you guys are a franchise now, right? Yes, we are. In fact, um, 
while we no longer pay for interviews, people have to pay us to be interviewed. It's kind of a, you know, that's how we make our money. So you'll be getting an invoice later. I hope that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. You can just send it straight to the show. Okay, great. So how's your wife? She's here, too. Oh, yeah, she, uh, she's doing good. Um, she's been rolling up Legion posters. <laughs> a couple of people have actually said they're really excited to see the movie. And I, I keep mentioning that the movie came out like almost two years ago. Like, yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. So, I guess I guess even outdated posters still work. Wait, is that a is that a movie about uh, that Natalie Portman? Here, I got to see. Is that No Strings That's Attached? The one with Ashton Kutcher, where they're friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. You know, I was going to go see this movie, but because it's not in 3D. I'm not going to bother seeing it. That really makes me angry that this movie, No Strings Attached, again, starring Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher, is not in 3D. I heard heard the 3D really brought out the Black Swan. Oh, yeah. Totally, right? (laughs) Anyway, um, so, okay, so a lot of people excited coming by, picking up free stuff? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going through quite a few posters. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, Sucker Punch. Now, that's a movie, at least visually, I want to see. You're, You're for it, too? Yes, very much so. It looks awesome. Is it because there's a female lead in it? Yes, and the special effects look good too. Yeah, the special the special effects look awesome. So you can tell, you can really tell that this is a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, yeah. He that his style is prevalent in that preview, isn't it? Very much so. The only thing that I'm not looking forward to is um, the main lead, the, the main girl in it. The scenes that I've seen her in, her acting seems really flat. But are you seeing the movie for acting? <laughs> well, you know what? That's true. You know what? Yeah, if I turn the volume down, I'll probably be okay with it, right? Or wear, wear earplugs or something like that. Isn't that how most women watch 300 anyway? <laughs> 300 was, yeah. 300, another Zack Snyder movie, was all action. It was just like a big video game. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, but Watchmen was all uh, mostly story-driven. Yeah. Very little action. Yeah, that's true. And that guy, you, you know, I don't know. I still don't know. Was that movie considered a hit? I don't know if it was considered a hit. I saw it in the theaters, and then I bought it on DVD. And the director's cut, I actually found to be much better. Really? Yeah. The, the, the stuff they cut, I think if they had left it in, it would have made for a much better theatrical movie. And, and it would have only added another half hour or so, which is a good length of time. But it's, it was a long movie anyway. So, I am... Um I was conflicted about the movie, not that I didn't think they did a good job, but I was so familiar with that story that there were absolutely no surprises. And they, they stayed so close to the book that there were no surprises. Is it because you're so familiar with the story, or because of the 12 episodes of Legion of Dudes that just went page by page and cut out everything for you? So that, I mean, when I read the book, I missed probably 90% of what the LOD went through and covered. I was like, whoa, I didn't even get any of these connections. You know, you're right. I missed, I mean, I'm going to say 98% of what they talked about because it was just like, uh, you know, they went such in-depth in that. So I think that had something to do with it too. You know, I mean, there had just been so much talk about it. They've been talking about making it to a new movie for years. And then when it finally was made, they just, you know what? They stayed, except for the ending, they stayed really close to the book. And I think that hurt it. They did, but the ending, I, I thought, worked better for the, the movie and better for the t- the time that the movie was made. Totally, totally, yeah, because if they had done, spoilers here, if they had done the big octopus monster thing, that would have just looked so hokey. Right, and the ending they had in the movie gave the same point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they did a good job with that. Well, okay. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to move on, get a, co- get, get a couple more interviews here. But good seeing you. I love your T-shirt, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you around, Dan. All right. Hey, what's your name? Hi, my name's Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Okay. So, um, we're here at the Dallas Comic Con. It's the Women of Sci-Fi. Are you a sci-fi fan? Um, yeah, sci-fi and horror, mostly. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, do you read Do you read comic books? Do you see, like, movies, TV shows? Like, where are some of the things you're into? Movies and television shows, mostly. Not comic books, not so much. Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about just, like, the sci-fi angle. Like, what type of sci-fi shows are you into? Um, I like the old Star Wars. Old Star Trek. Ghostbusters. So yes. That counts as sci-fi. <laughs> um, yeah, those are, Star Wars and Star Trek are the big ones because I grew up on those. Okay. So. Someone just gave you $2. Hello. Awesome. That's my dad. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm interviewing your daughter about the women of sci-fi, and I just thought I, uh, you know, I'm interviewing different different people here and stuff. So uh, so uh, you're her dad, huh? So did your daughter grow up a sci-fi fan? Yeah, she did. <laughs> she grew up to be a sci-fi. And I, I've Star Trek ever since... Day one. <laughs> really? Really? I've gone through all of Star Trek, all my son's Star Trek, Star Wars, so they're all familiar with it. And now my son is into it, so okay. it's kind of cool to have the multi-generational <laughs> thing going. Now, does your son, is he into the new, uh, the prequels, or the original? Both, really, um, and really into the Star Wars video games. <laughs> okay, great. How old's your son? He's seven. Okay. Now, how about you? Do you, uh, do you, you said you were a Star Trek fan and Star Wars fan. Yeah. Hi, how are you? <laughs> it looks like we got the whole family here. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hi, my name is Frank. I do a podcast, and we're talking to uh, people just about all the sci-fi stuff here. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Okay. So we got the whole family here and stuff. Well, that's kind of cool. Um, so y'all like Star Trek, right? Yes. Yep. Ever Was there ever a rep between Next Generation and the original series? Still like the original. You yeah. Know. Like them all except for Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Enterprise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Enterprise kind of went south on us. Yeah. We, we'd watch uh, st- the number one series, Star Trek, when his mother was pregnant with him. No, oh, really? Next Generation, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, Next Generation. So he's a big Next Generation guy. Okay, cool. Is there anything in particular you guys are shopping for this week? or uh, Just looking around. That's it. Mostly looking at Star Wars stuff for my son. Okay, awesome. Well, that's great. So what's the hidden gem or what's the one hidden gem or one movie or one book or one TV show that you wish more people knew about that's sci-fi related? Hmm. I wish people read more of the Star Wars books. Because I think the draw there is there's it's so much more political and um, you could just get more detail of the story. And I'm a big reader, so I just wish people were more into the books. Okay. And there's actually a new series out that we're reading right now with my son that's all about um, Boba Fett and how he grew up. And it really presents a different light than how he is in the movies, and it's fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, and what's your name? Uh, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good. <laughs> so I was walking through. The, I was walking to the floor, and I saw you kind of looking at some at some uh, long boxes, and you got uh, some Star Wars stuff. You even have a button that says "I love comics." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a comic book reader, huh? Yes. Okay. You got to tell me what are you reading? Oh, goodness! I read mostly DC titles, a uh, few Marvel. Okay. Mixed. <laughs> well, what brings you to the show? Is there anything particular you're looking for? Um, 
actually, it was the guests that brought me. So, did you get, did you get to Mardi Gras? I did. Okay. I got uh, Yvonne Craig and Nichelle Nichols were the main two that I was after here. <laughs> great. So you uh, keeping them safe in your bag? So <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, great. So you said you're reading DC, huh? Are you reading um, the the brightest uh, brightest day series? I am. Yeah. What are you thinking of it? Um. You know, I'm not sure. I'm one of those people that just reads things to try to figure them out. So that's kind of what I've been doing with that mostly. Um, it's hard to tell where things are going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had mentioned also that you read a little bit of Marvel, too. Did you hear what happened in Fantastic Four this week? I did. In fact, I bought the issue. <laughs> okay. Did you read? Did you open it and read it? Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because I did too. Spoiler alert for for everyone. We're going to talk about Fantastic Four. So, what did you think of the death of Johnny Storm? Oh man, see, <laughs> that's a hard one for me to answer because for months since they've been you know advertising someone's going to die, I've been telling everybody. Not Johnny, not Johnny, <laughs> because he's my favorite. So at one point, one of my friends was like, Jackie, you're totally going to jinx it. And so now I see what happened. Oh, you jinxed it. I did. <laughs> well, now um, let me put this kind of kind of in your ear. It's like um, while we did see him get attacked, we didn't really see him die. That's true. That's true. It was pretty open and, you know, people across different forms have brought up different theories of things and I mean, some are pretty valid and so what uh, I haven't been keeping up with us so where are some of the va- uh, so what are some of the theories you've heard um uh, I wish I can remember na- her name the scroll that Johnny married at one point is currently living in the negative zone so maybe she rescued him possible and you know there's so many things that can be open that's one of the main theories i've heard and you know it's i don't know (laughs) well let me um ask you this what did you think of just the execution of the story because it felt very armageddon with bruce willis and stuff like that to where you know bren grimm was gonna stay and do it and then johnny kind of throws him throws him through the portal at the last second and he does it i mean what'd you think of that you know, honestly, I didn't think about that while I was reading it, but yeah, it kind of does seem like that. Um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty well executed as an issue. I'm not sure like that I agree with the way things were exactly handled, but it, the way it flowed well and it was, I don't know, for me it was kind of emotional because, like I said, Johnny's my favorite and he's always been. <laughs> well, let me ask you... Um, summer movies you know there's a whole bunch coming out this year anything in particular star wars or sci or not star wars um sci-fi or superhero oriented anything you're looking forward to definitely green lantern <laughs> now why in particular because uh they uh ryan reynolds has been getting a lot of grief for that but uh what do you think about that um honestly i haven't kept up with it that much but i'm a lantern fan and um my favorite is guy gardner and he's gonna be in the movie so that in itself excites me enough to want to go see it (laughs) so you'll be there opening night maybe midnight show it's possible (laughs) okay um what about your day-to-day life do you get a lot of grief for being a girl and liking comic books or liking sci-fi um you know not really it's i suppose it's because i've always kind of done nerdy things so (laughs) okay so you're pretty i guess comfortable in this environment because there's a honestly i mean sci-fi is kind of very male dominated so 
you know, you don't find as many you don't find as many females uh, into it, you know. <laughs> so you don't have a, so your friends don't seem to have an issue with it. Uh, no, in fact, um, a lot of my friends are actually into similar things. Uh, okay, well, tell me, uh, tell me about uh, a hidden gem. Let's talk about some stuff that uh, you think people should be reading or watching, or movies that you think uh, deserve uh, people's attention. I guess as far as should be reading, um, I'm. I think one of the most underestimated ongoing titles in comics right now is Justice League Generation Lost. It's been really consistently good and I mean it's kind of sort of drawn out a bit but it's good story and some of my favorite characters so and it's a lot of people are not a fan of Judd Winning but I don't know for me it's kind of uh, I don't know what. Mm, I don't know. It stands out among his work, I think. Cool. Okay. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. <All> right. Bye. <laughs> okay. So on the phone, I have Amy, the girl. Many Hi. Of our, hi. Many of our listeners may know you from uh, from past episodes and stuff. How are you, Amy? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. So, this week in Dallas, there's a convention uh, focusing on the women of sci-fi. So, I just thought I'd kind of generally ask you, as a girl, as a female, um, what, what would you say are, like, your, your favorite genres of movies? Like, when you, when you really want to go see a movie that's going to make you happy, what do you seek out? When I'm looking for something to make me happy? Yeah. Mm, I mean, I really like... Uh, I just really like good movies. Uh, it doesn't really have to be genre specific. I mean, as long as it's really interesting and compelling, I'm I'm in. Okay, so um, you know the genre, you know the chi- the chick flick genre. Mm, I'm not. I, I don't go to see first run chick flicks for the most part. Okay, okay. So um, so now, you know, I just kind of want to get a taste for stuff that you might like. How about uh, I'm going to put out a couple of of sci-fi movies out there and you kind of just give me the first word that comes to your mind when I say it, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, Star Trek. Nerd. <laughs> Star Wars. Um, every male in um, that was born within 10 years of me, either way, <laughs> loved Star Wars. Um, how Princess ab- Leia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Princess Leia. Uh, superheroes, let's do Batman. Batman, um, I think of uh, uh, The Dark Knight. Dark Knight? Okay. Do you like yeah. him? Yeah. Iron Man. Oh, eh, oh, I don't love Iron Man, and the only reason I don't love Iron Man is not because of the movie, it's because I am just not a fan of, uh, what's his name? The actor? Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. I think he's the most, um, of any actor in Hollywood, he's had more chances than anyone else. And he's just made this amazing comeback. And I just, I look at him and I just wonder, what, what does he have that uh, keeps people giving him new shots? Okay. Okay, so it, it seems like you're really, you're not really that excited about, like, like sci-fi stuff. Um, I can be. I, I'm not, I mean, it's not my first choice for the most part, but sometimes they're great and I like mm-hmm. them. Um, 
yeah, but I, I mean, if it's sci-fi, um, if it's sci-fi superheroes in comic books, I mean, in super in comics, um, I kind of feel like that's getting a little bit played out in the movies. I feel like I've seen it before. Okay. Okay. You know, grow, growing up, did you ever watch any superhero cartoons? You know, like Saturday morning. He Man. You did. You watched He Man. Shira. <laughs> Okay, so so that's kind of interesting. So Shiro is kind of like the female He-Man for for the most yeah, part. Yeah, she um, was. I mean, what'd you dig about Shira? I liked her. I mean, I, I watched them both equally well, and now I look back and they're they're crazy bad, but um, they were fun when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. I mean, did I you loved, did you them. did you play like did you pretend to be Shira? Boy, I don't I don't think I did. No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay, how about um, like how about when you were a, a really small kid, you were still playing with toys, like your dolls and stuff like that. I mean, would you ever create scenarios to where one doll had to rescue another doll, or was it kind of a domestic type of situation with your toys? Always Barbie house and the Barbie toys. So Barbie goes shopping, and Barbie teaches school, and Barbie cleans her house and sleeps with Ken. But Barbie doesn't really save anyone's life or, you know, jump off tall buildings in a single bound. Okay. She doesn't do those things. If you're, if you're thinking about sci-fi, said sci-fi to me, I started thinking about it. So I started thinking about the sci-fi that I know and what comes to my mind first. And obviously, for me, um, the worst movie I ever saw, worst movie I've ever, ever, ever seen is Battlefield Earth. <laughs> and who's in that? Who's the big star? Uh, uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. That's right. Yeah. The Battlefield Earth is the only size, only L. Ron Hubbard book I've ever almost finished, but it was <laughs> terrible. Even the book. <laughs> so wait a second. So you hated the book, and then you went out to go see the movie. I think I knew the movie was coming out, and so I tried to read the book. And I got through some of the book, and I thought, oh, this is horrible. And then I saw the movie, and it was even the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay, so you got to tell me what was so bad about the book. I've, I've seen the movie, never read the book. I can't even remember. I just remember I hated it, and then I saw the book, I mean, the, mo- the movie, and then I thought, this movie is worse than that terrible, awful book. <laughs> That's a hefty book, too. That's, like, close it- to, like, 800 pages. It's humongous. Yeah. You know, I it's the only L. Ron Hubbard book I will ever read, probably. So, you know. Okay. For what it's worth. Now, I'm, I'm going to paint a little scenario for, for you. So, let's... Uh, um, I think this might be kind of fun, okay? So, <laughs> okay. Go, go back to when you were single, before you were married, okay? Mm-hmm. You meet a guy. You like him. You guys go out a couple times. He invites you to back to his place. You go back... And you notice that he has shelves full of toys, of Star Wars, Star Trek. He has a tons of comic books. Does no big that... deal. No big deal, really? No big deal. Yeah, no, oh. not a big deal. Okay. I think that, I mean, there's a certain age, right, when you're making that transition from, like, being a teenager to adulthood, when uh-huh. that would seem very unattractive to me. But now that I'm older and um, I'm past all that, I don't think it matters. (laughs) You know, I mean, you get to a certain point and you're like, well, okay, if that's what you like, that's what you like, you know? Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, I guess one other 
Well, one other question. You can only watch one movie for the rest of your life. You can either watch Star Wars, the original Star Wars, or Sixteen Candles. Oh. Easy. The original Star Wars? Yeah, the original Star Wars. Oh, or Sixteen Candles. Hmm. That's a hard one. Sixteen Candles wins. Really? Yeah, although I would choose Breakfast Club over Sixteen Candles. (laughs) Okay. But uh, I, I just thought I'd pick something that kind of uh, would kind of run the gamut there, you know. Because Star Wars, you know, very male-centric, so many male fans and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And Sixteen Candles, while there were a lot of guy fans of that, you know, I, it feels kind of like more of a girl movie. That Well, but that's a John Hughes movie, so that's more of an era movie as opposed to, you know, that, I don't know. It's much more of about a time and a place than it is about, you know, a story and a... It's not a saga, like an epic journey like Star Wars was, no okay. doubt. I mean, that's a way better story. And it's got much more greater impact than, you know, Sixteen Candles ever could. Okay. Star... Okay. You can watch... You can only watch for the rest of your life all six Star Wars movies or all seasons of Sex and the City. No doubt, Star Wars. <laughs> really? Really. Okay. Oh, that that yeah. kind of that kind of tells me something. Okay. So I guess <laughs> it, because I thought all women just inherently liked Sex and the City. No, I don't think so. Sex and the City is okay. Um, fun for a season. Um, not something you go back to time and time again. Not. It's not going to stand on its own. Uh, you're not going to be. I'm not going to be showing my kids Sex and the City. I will be showing my kids Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. All right. So it sounds like sci-fi has had more of an effect on your life than you might think. Oh, I'm sure it has. Okay. Okay. Well, Amy, thanks a lot. Thanks, Frank. So on the phone, I have Kristen. Kristen, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So, um, I wanted to talk to you on the phone here. Um, we're doing a show about kind of females and sci-fi, and I know you're a Star Wars fan. Yes. Yeah. Is it the original Star Wars, A New Hope? Yes. That's my, actually, episode four is my favorite episode. <laughs> okay. You got to tell me, when did you first see it? I don't remember now. I was, I was born the year Star Wars came out, so that's... You know, can't be a coincidence <laughs> there. But um, I, I don't remember, but I was very young. I was very young. And then, of course, I remember watching it on the VHS tape with uh, me and my little brother. And we knew, knew them all by heart, the, the four, episodes four, five, and six, by heart. Wow. Okay. So was there any hero that you just kind of latched on to? Um, I always loved Luke. I always, when I was a little girl, it was so funny how... It's like you you evolve and grow, you know, because when I was a little girl, I loved Luke. And then as I grew older now, of course, I love Han Solo. <laughs> so, <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, because he's a rogue and he's a bad guy? and I guess so. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> just because he's handsome. I don't know. But I, lo- I just loved Luke. When I just thought it was so neat. And I love, 
uh, that one scene way where uh, they are on, and of course I'm, I'm nervous because they're doing the interview, so I can't remember the name of it, so I'm playing it. But um, there's that one scene where it's the multiple suns. Yeah, the it's two a profile suns. Shot. Yeah. Yeah, so the two suns and it's a profile shot of Luke. And I just always, when I when I went to Kuwait, that's what I thought of. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. You have a military background, too. Yes. Yeah, you were a uh, captain of the army, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. You know, being in the military like that, um, were guys usually surprised that you like Star Wars? Um, I don't know if surprised because it's one of those things where when you when you find out that that's a common love, you you know, you just get excited about it. So you just get excited to talk about it and you don't so much stop to think, "Why well, never thought you as a person would be into Star Wars." You're just both so excited to talk about Star Wars that you kind of stop assessing the other person i guess is a way to put it okay well um you know star wars is such a universe unto itself but there's also the star trek universe have you ever had any interest in that okay so i was never a trekkie i was i was always just had a love of star wars and even you know my brother and i would try to speak like the jawas and and <laughs> stuff like that and then later on the ewoks and all that but um I never was into Star Trek until this last most recent movie. I just thought the writing was brilliant. I thought it was a wonderful story, and I thought it was a brilliant way to engage a whole new generation of potential Trekkies who I always felt like I wasn't caught up on the story. You know, I never really knew what was going on, and they found a way, it seemed to me, to satisfy the true original fans, but also drawing new fans who maybe felt a little bit behind the power curve on, on what the heck is going on in this world. So I, I love, love, love the new, the new movie. So when, you, um, when you're hanging out with, with some of your girlfriends and stuff, what do they ever talk about Star Wars? Do they ever talk about sci-fi things? My, my best friend Megan and I love Star Wars. We've always loved Star Wars. One time when we were little... I tricked her into going into this little closet under my staircase because I told her there was a Star Wars party in there. We were like seven. <laughs> and even now, I'm like, you know, so I've known her, gosh, 26 years now. So on my most recent trip home, there was a Star Wars marathon on cable. And her husband was just like, what are you guys doing? And she's like, babe, it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. And he just looked at us and he shakes his head and he's like, I love Star Wars, but not like you two love Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm actually looking at a picture right now on my wall. It's Megan and I, and it was when um, the post office did a, some kind of tie-in with Star Wars, and they painted the mailbox with, like, R2-D2, and it's Megan and I with an R2-D2 mailbox. She and I love Star Wars. <laughs> and I've been, princess, I've been Princess Leia for the last few Halloweens, and it was just with random clothes out of my closet that I made a believable... Princess Leia costume. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> just random, like, like I saw, I was able to pick out outfits and be like, "Hey, she wore that on hot. I'm going for it." <laughs> okay, so what about like uh, all the superhero movies that are coming out? You know, there's been Iron Man, Batman, and you know, there's so many more coming out this year. Uh, is superheroes do anything for you? Yes, absolutely. But I'm, I'm not. I, you know, I. I don't have that same kind of, uh, I don't know, like craving for authenticity with the superhero movies. You have a lot of people who really know that genre who can tell you 
you know, oh, this was true to the original art or this was how the original graphic novel went. I'm not, I'm not one of those, but I love when uh, a movie's been adapted from a graphic novel or, or a comic book movie. I love it. I love any kind of alternate worlds, alternate universes, alternate realities. I love it. Oh, cool. Well, great. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you talking to me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. It was fun to talk about Star Wars with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And standing in the middle of the sales floor is Brad and who? Who are you? Dennis. Dennis Pooh. Dennis, how are you? Sometimes guest on the show. How are you? I bumped into your wife and Alex, and uh, they look like they're having a good time. Did you knock them over? I knocked over Alex. Man, he cried like a baby. Talk about the guy who can't take a punch. Oh, not <laughs> to get you for that. <laughs> you know, we were around a bunch of sharp blades, so you know. Yeah, so you better be careful, Frank. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Pick up some of those Electra size over there and tear you a new one. You know, um, when I uh, when I saw Alex, I was doing it. Remember, we were acting out the the car wreck thing where you pretend oh, to yeah. drive and then you throw your arms out in the air. We were doing this the other night, Brad. We were going, ah! and for some reason, Alex thought that was funny, but he doesn't think it's funny anymore because I did it a couple times and he was over it. A joke uh, that works one day will never work again. Are you serious? It's like the Borg kind of thing. <laughs> it's good for one day. He adapts and yeah. then yeah, and then he learns. You have to learn new jokes. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because I thought. I thought we were going to relive some a moment. I was like, hey, remember this, Alex? Ah. Nope, he was done with it. Dennis has his eyes on these switchblades over here. Yes. He uh, said it was a childhood dream to have a switchblade, a real honest-to-goodness switchblade. Mostly because I was scared to death in junior high. So what we thought we, were, we would do is, after he purchased one of the switchblades... Then we were going to rat the vendor out to the police in the next room because switchblades are illegal in Texas. Isn't that right? Yeah. Or is it that way? I'd be the only one in Texas that had one. (laughs) But I bet you anything, the police would come up and go, "No, it's not a switchblade. It's a kitchen utensil." Right. It's a cake topper. Right. (laughs) It's a cake topper. Um, Speaking of which, I found some childhood toys here, but they're asking way too much for them. Growing up. there was a line of toys called Star Raiders yeah, by Tom. Yeah. So I found the guy who has some here. Um, now, these toys were cheap Star Wars knockoffs. I mean, that, this is a toy I had because they were just a lot less expensive than Star Wars action figures. He's asking 45 to 50 bucks for them. For each? Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, they're, they're very cheaply made. Yeah, and I, I think it's rare because they were so cheaply made. They didn't last. It's more expensive than the Star Wars toys now. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. But uh, anyway, it was nice to look at them. I got to hold it in my hand, and I was just like, wow, look at that. It brought back a lot of memories. But I guess it wasn't worth 45 bucks worth of memories, you know. You just hunt eBay yeah. once in a while. Yeah, which I do occasionally when I remember. And every time I come to a con, I was like, oh, I got to see if I can find those. So. It just occurred to me that you're not in the Monica Baccarin uh, Q&A panel going on yeah, right none now. none of us are. Oh, oh. what's wrong with I don't us? Know if she has, does, is she wearing short hair or long hair? I don't know. Anybody? I'm not sure. But pretty soon they're going to let us in the uh, autograph area. The general admission people can get in soon. So I had a friend that uh, she had general admission and she just walked in. You want to go see if we can just walk in? Well... There's several of them that aren't there right now because they're eating lunch. Oh, okay. But uh, there's a couple in there. But I just I figured I'd wait an hour or so and then head in and probably stare down Trisha Helfer. <laughs> there's so 
Hey. Hey, you. I'm looking at you. Girl from 24s in there. I, I think she was on Battlestar or something like that, but I only know. Oh, yeah. From uh, Starbuck. Katie Sackoff. Oh. That must be one of the last two seasons. I didn't see the last. Yeah, she was in the last season, and spoiler alert, she died. Ah. She was a mole, 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 mole. She had, they gave her some crazy story where it's just like she had a hidden past, and so she had the, she was fencing money inside the agency. It was a weird storyline for her. That vendor was scaring me with those knives and stuff. Have you noticed the name of the... Of the Milo's Cutting Edge. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Knives, swords, stun gun, self-defense. It's missing a letter. Oh, come over here. Let's show you this this neat toy over here. All right, what do we got here? Brad is going to go get a toy. Oh, it's a little Batman banger. 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 Okay, ready? Okay. This. All right. Oh, goodness. Up, up against you. Oh, it's a taser. Man, that, that thing is scary. No, I'm oh. not. I would I would hope that that is of the right yeah I I would hope that that would have the tiniest of tiny voltage I mean if it's just out and about like that I didn't realize what it was and I picked it up and just started pushing buttons and it scared me I jumped and some girl laughed at me Okay Well what do you think what do we think of the vendors you just got here right Dennis? I just got here so I haven't been able to look around Okay Vendor wise I think it's okay but it's much like the last show right Brad Yeah I mean there's you know there's a couple of there's some f- a freak show over there at the end of the one aisle where everybody's dressed up and selling stuffed animals that look like vampires. You know? Oh, that's the uh, Victorian kind of gothic. I mean, they're smart because they're catering to the females here. There's a lot of girls over there. It's like pink corsets and top hats and gothic Victorian age Have you stuff. Seen the one girl that's she's not really. I, if she's dressed up as something, I, I wouldn't know what it is. But she's got like. Um, this black outfit on and it's cut like this and it goes all the way down to her below her belly button and then back up and around so everything's hidden but it makes you go what is she wearing so it's something provocative yeah and i figured you would have been following her around <laughs> trying to get an autograph yeah i do, i have to say that i haven't i didn't even see her though that doesn't mean i don't want to see her so i guess i gotta you know, go find you her. know that the con is pretty much the same every time you go when you walk down an aisle and one of the vendors goes hey man i've had that happen twice <laughs> it happened to me once today at least the action figure guy on the other road yeah it's like hey man so i bought a uh i found three 25 cent books look at steve awesome coming up here look at this guy that's incredible i wonder if he's faking that or if that's real but I bought a Wayland Utani patch. Nice. Company from Aliens. I'm gonna put that right here on this bag. And you got some. I got it at Target years ago. It's a nice canvas bag. Massimo, that's a Target thing. Yeah, it's a nice messenger bag. You can't have it. Yeah, so don't so don't try to take it, buddy. Heartbroken. You should be. Okay. Because I'm getting stiff to stand. All right, let's start walking. Here, we'll walk a little bit before I stop recording. So, Dennis, what is? Is there anything your wife is looking for here? No. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just cool. It's a uh, it's it's a cane with an eight ball. I don't think it's a movie prop. Anyway, but your wife. <laughs> I could see House carrying it. Was there anything your wife is looking for? I don't think so. I mean, we just like 
taking a look. Um, I often don't spend a whole lot of money on these things. Yeah, me either. Oh, I already spent my budget, so I'm good. I've spent a total of seven dollars and seventy-five cents. <laughs> That's it. I think I, I spent. I spent thirty bucks on Brad's stuff. Yeah. Oh. He bought some of my stuff. Nice. Here we go. Here's the family. Here's Dennis's wife. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> and who do we got here? Oh, uh, this is Alex, my son. And we got Marissa. Nice to meet you. So, do you like uh, uh, So, how old are you? Nine. Nine. So, are you digging kind of what you're seeing here? Yeah. <laughs> is there anything you see that you kind of like? Yeah. There's these pens with the little string things on them. So, do you like Star Wars and Star Trek and superhero stuff? Kind of. Like, what do you like? Like, what TV shows do you like to watch? Like, what TV shows? Yeah. Mm, it's kind of a toughie. <laughs> I like a bunch of them. Okay. She loves to draw. Oh, so you're a drawer. Okay. She's really, uh, she's really into drawing, um, what, uh, wolves and cats and stuff. She's got a yeah. little comic book. Oh, you have a little comic book? Yeah. Um, so far, I've got two of them done. Okay, so what are they about? Just don't touch anything. Mm, okay? They're just like about my characters that I created. Okay. They're wolves. Okay. Well, keep it up because it takes. I'm sure people would like them, so keep making them. Okay. Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay. Good. And Alex, how are you, little man? Did you drink chocolate milk? <laughs> I see. Okay. It's a van. You want? You want a van? And I gotta get some <laughs> <laughs> I bet Okay. Little scamp. Little troublemaker. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, have fun, okay? Thanks so much. Okay, and I'm here with Kelly. Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, it's kind of, this is a really interesting story. We, uh, I used to have a blog years ago, and you had a blog, and we kind of we, we kind of met via that blog, reading each other's blogs, and we became kind of blog friends, but we've never met easily, what, five years maybe? He's at least, yeah. <laughs> and so I was just walking down the hall, and I just happened to recognize you. <laughs> And now you're here with your husband and your little kid. How old is your is your little one there? He's about to be four months old. His name's Torin. Oh my gosh, he's just adorable. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. We're doing good. We're we're just you know getting used to parents being parents. <laughs> now, um, one thing you were always kind of into fantasy and stuff like that. You did Renaissance fairs and stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we usually go to Texas Renaissance Fair and the, the one here, Scarborough. But um, I didn't go this past year because of obvious reasons here yeah. with the baby. But he went. He, he went. But I live vicariously through him. <laughs> and yeah, do you do, like, the cosplay thing? Do you dress up and stuff? Oh, yeah. I dress up. Uh, I've been going to TRF since, like, I was 16. Really? Yeah. I've always dressed up. <laughs> and, and you're a... Just- you dress up as a picked... Yeah, yeah, kind of just the kilt. It's kind of a Braveheart looking, you know, like brown stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I meet up with some friends there and we camp out several weekends and just, you know, get away from reality for a little while. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, the show's all about, you know, females and sci-fi and stuff like that. So, kind of, Kelly, what kind of sci-fi are you into? Like comic books, movies, books? I mean, what are you into? Well, I'm mainly just, I like the movies. Um... 
he's more of the hardcore. Uh, he he's more familiar with the comic books and all that, which I would like to get more into. And every time we come to one of these things, I find myself getting a little bit more interested in the <laughs> comic book part of it. But I think it's neat to see you know, going in there and seeing the women and, and seeing them in real life, and and they're just gorgeous and. It, makes me sick <laughs> but um i i love it i am i like star trek star wars um anything about time travel i love time travel so gotcha okay now what movie are any summer movies you're looking forward to um thor i am so looking forward to thor and actually that's my mission today is to find thor stuff okay awesome so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to mainly you know he is kind of more the you could almost say he's almost like a fantasy character. Is that kind of because that's kind of your thing, right? Is it more fantasy? Or yeah, super- I would say so. Yeah, yeah, more so. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, Kelly, it's just it, it's a it's a wonderful coincidence to finally meet you in person. It's crazy. I can't believe it, but I'm glad it happened finally. <laughs> so I guess I'll see you on Facebook sometime. Huh? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay, and congratulations on your family. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> All right, it's four oh five. And the con is over for me and Frank and Dennis. I'm really glad that this con is moving to the new place in May. So Frank and Dennis and I are driving across the street to Five Guys Burgers and Fries to have a little sustenance. And, you know, I'm more excited about the uh, hamburger than I was about the con. Yeah, I got a a couple of little things. My goal was to not spend a lot of money or any. I think I ended up spending $20. You know, I got a couple of things for my children. So, you know, it was cool. Anyway, let's go check in with Dennis and Frank. Are you recording yet? Yeah. Alright. It's going to be a little hollow, but it's there. It's kind of the way it always is. So we're at Five Guys Burgers, which is a chain that's, uh, I think it's kind of in the vein of an In-N-Out Burger, if any of you have ever had that. Are there In-N-Out Burgers around here? There will be in Dallas in like another month, I think. Is that in California? Yeah. It's a California thing. But these are like gourmet burgers. Gourmet burgers. Well, is the concept of the In-N-Out burger that it doesn't take you long? I don't know. I mean, I guess, right? With a name like that? Kind of would think so, huh? Yeah. So what do we think of the con? (laughs) I was saying earlier, I'm just glad that this is the last one that'll be at the smaller venue. You know, starting in May, it's going to be at the Irving, new place. Have you seen that place yet? No, I haven't. It's big. I got a picture of it on my phone. I'll show you. The Irving Convention Center. Irving is where um, the Dallas Cowboys used to play. Right. Which is a suburb of Dallas. It's more centrally located, though, so it'd be easier for 
more work people to get there. Yeah. You'll have to pay more to get in, though. <laughs> Probably. It's 15 to get in for one day. But hey, Stan Lee will be there. That's true. But you guys can try to get in as media, right? Oh, we can totally do the media thing, Brad. Yeah, we need to. I saw some people walking around today with a media yeah. badge. We should go ahead and inquire pretty soon. So I'm excited for the Stan Lee and for Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor will be interesting. I wonder if Bill's having fun. Uh, I sent him a text, told him, um, it's a good call, but you're not missing much. Right. And I hope, because we're recording this, it hasn't been assembled yet, but I'm hoping he got interviews with his uh, with Zoe and uh, the professor yeah. about sci-fi stuff. So the few girls I did talk to about it, of course the listeners have already heard the interviews, but, um, you know, the one thing I wanted to know is they get a lot of flack about liking sci-fi and being a girl and a lot of them said no we found that we used to always tease girls who like guy things growing up you know? I know, when I was a kid it just didn't exist really what girls who like you know sci-fi or comic related stuff yep I don't think it existed until like college or if it existed they didn't tell anybody about it could be well, it seemed like girls were always into the um, fantasy side of it. The dragons, the yeah. uniforms, the, you know, that kind of stuff. Vampires. Which I was talking to this one guy, and he said that there was a Twilight convention that he was at. Twilight convention? Yeah, that he was actually a vendor there, and he was selling stuff. They said they had really good attendance. Of course, we're not going to do anything about it because it's not our back, you know. We're not the demo for that. Oh, There's a bunch of nerds. Or different kind of nerds. I wonder if there's Harry Potter conventions. Surely there must be. I bet there is. Well, that last convention, the uh, Draco actor. <laughs> and there were... You could tell there was you know, some contingent of girl fans that were just there for him. Totally, because they were like, they were looking around going, oh my god. He kind of looks like Eminem when you see him from a distance. Well, there's Eminem. Oh, uh, no, it's not. It's that Potter name. This is a messy burger. Yeah, it is. I like I like seeing the vendors. Um, yeah, I like bringing my kid. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> so he and, was uh, having problems today. He wanted another toy, and I, I, you know, he just he can't he can't have everything, right? So put the hammer down. Yeah. Um, I also brought my niece. She's never been to one of these things before. <laughs> was she frightened? Was she frightened? Yeah. No. No. She's, I think she thought it was cool. I'm not she sure. She seemed to be having a good time. Yeah. 
I'm not sure what she made of it, right? Because I don't know. I don't know. If she understands like the references. Um, but we bought her a bunch of toys too, and we had to put a limit to that as well. She also didn't understand, so they went home early. Yeah, she wanted a treble. After you'd given her all that other stuff, she wanted a treble. Did you get your Twitch plate? No. It's too bad. Well, this convention has a new... I forget what they're called. VIP passes or whatever. Yeah. That let you buy... The tickets for both days used to be at a discounted price. Now it's the same price, but you get to go in the front of the line for Q&A and on the front seating section for Q&A. You get to go in the front of the line for Katie Sackhoff's autograph. You know that kind of thing. I mean, if, you're, if that's the reason you're going, it's probably worth it. Yeah. You know? I think those panels and the, the interview sessions or the Q&A sessions, they're, they're actually pretty fun. I just never go to them. Well, the Shatner one was fun when we were I went to the Next Generation one, and that was that was a whole lot more fun than I was expecting. I never laid eyes on Monica Baccarin. I know she was there because she had a Q&A, but I never saw Nichelle Nichols either. Yeah, they both had Q&As. I, yeah. Well, maybe maybe there were a couple of rooms that were shuffled off. They were both in the big autograph room. Oh, they, they both were. had tables there. Yvonne Craig was there, Batgirl. And Aaron Gray was there. I, I did see I did see Yvonne Craig from a distance. She's still very pretty. Aaron Gray's holding up pretty well too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she really is. Last time she was here, I spent money and got an autograph and a picture, so, you know, I wanted to go up and say hi again, but then, you know, I've already bought your stuff, you know? I almost went up to Katie Sackhoff and said, hey, I've never seen Battlestar Galactica, and I know I'm an idiot for that, but I liked you in 24. <laughs> but I didn't play it out any farther than that in my head, so, like, when it got to that point, I'd be like... Okay, well, bye. <laughs> See, that's why I don't do any of them, because that's exactly... I wouldn't even have that much thought out to say. If I'm going to buy a picture and an autograph, I got I find stuff to talk about, because I just paid money. You know, like when we got that John poster autograph for Joe Jans. Uh-huh. I had to pay Bruce Boxleitner some scratch, right? So I had some to say to him. Some people are easier to talk to. Trisha Helfer looked like she was enjoying herself, but Katie Sackhoff really didn't. Well, I mean, this is easy money for her, but I'm sure she'd rather not be doing it. Yeah. She was on an episode of uh, Big Bang Theory recently. I think I saw it. 
one of the characters, um, the one who's girl crazy, what's his name? Oh, um, yeah. He, he had a fantasy that she was in bed with him, and so they were having a conversation. The engineer. Yeah. Simon Helberg, I can't remember his real name. The only one that's not a doctor. He hijacked the NASA satellite. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I know other shows. You enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's um, you know, the way I watch TV has changed so much since I since I've gotten my DVR. People tell me about, hey, did you watch like Thirty Rock last night? I go, no. And then like you know, three weeks later, I'll watch it three in a row. Yeah. And like I'm caught up. Rarely, rarely do I watch TV in real time. Except for Wipeout. <laughs> I caught I caught Fringe last night about 20 minutes after it had started. Uh-huh. So I was able to watch it and then zip through the commercials nice. and end, you know, five minutes after it really ended. So that was a good episode. It was a weird episode, but it was good. It's the greatest show on TV you're not watching. Fringe. Yeah. Did it start off kind of slow? Because I a lot of people started. A lot of people I didn't hear good things about it. A lot of I've loved it since the first show. Yeah. You've got to give it like three or four episodes, and then it just grabs you. And those of you that started watching it and stopped, you're feeling sorry for yourself. You don't know why. That's why. Because you stopped watching Fringe. Is it uh, in danger of being canceled or anything? Well, it just got moved to Friday night. It was Thursday. Had a lot of competition. It got moved to Friday night. There was a lot of talk about, oh no, Friday's the death slot, right? So they even made a, a, a promo. Fox made a promo about it moving to the... Friday night death slot and they had a lot of clips from the show with different characters saying death or we're gonna die or whatever uh-huh. death nasty big pointy teeth especially on Fox <laughs> yeah it even it quoted a lot of media people on there like quotes and stuff it even quoted one of the guys from ain't it cool news oh dot com ain't it cool dot com but if you remember um Apparently, it performed very well last night, from what I've heard. But if you remember, X-Files was on Friday night for a long time. And it, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and that show did great. I mean, just uh, the show has to find its niche and stuff. Friday isn't the best spot, but it, it's, uh, it just depends. You know, it depends on the show and stuff like that. But. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, no, I will. No. I've never watched it. You know, like... But I can say that for, like, 99% of it popular TV right now. You know when it, it gets to an end of an act and then it goes to commercial but it has that little glyph thing that comes up? Like maybe the picture of a frog or oh, yeah. a six-fingered hand. If you notice them, sometimes you'll see those and they'll be turned a different way and there'll be a bright spot somewhere on the picture and it changes in different different places. But there's those glyphs are all 
they all represent a letter of the alphabet. Somebody figured it out, and all of those little things that show up before they go to commercial, they spell out a word that has to do with the episode. I found a an Android app. It's called the Fringe Glyph Translator or something like that. And when you see, when you, it shows you a glyph, you find it on your phone and you press, you push it, and then it stores that one and it shows you what letter it is. And as you go along, it spells out a word. It's pretty cool. So something like death, something like, something like that. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's usually episode specific. You're going to try those fries? I've had a couple. You didn't like them? I've had them before. I've had the fries before. I've not had the burger. So they're not going to have any of them at the uh, Plano Center anymore? They're all going to be... I. My understanding is that it's going to be at the Irving place. But I could be wrong. I hope we never see the Richardson Center again. Yeah. That place really is too small. Yeah, yeah. it is. And the Plano Center is not, not really... I mean, it used to be a bigger room. They used to... Like, part of the Q&A room used to be part of the main room. Right. I think part of the problem was they had they tried to have too many of those in the year, you know? If they had like one less a year and spaced them out more, it would be more special. Yeah. Because right now it's just, oh, it's the same, oh, it's a good Look, we've seen all these vendors, all these artists all yeah. the time. And like I was saying earlier, when you walk by a vendor and, and they go, hey man, how's it going? You know, you, you've seen them too many times at a... Uh, well, as long as they keep refreshing their stuff, you know, a lot of them are probably local. There were a few that were uh, new compared to the last convention here. There was a there was a someone with a really nice DVD. Uh, they were in Austin. Yeah, they had a really nice DVD set up. I never walked in that booth. I mean, you've seen all those DVDs before. You know, the original Fantastic Four movie, the Roger Corman one. Old TV shoot. They had TV a, they had the complete uh, Electric Woman and Dyna Girl. Ah. <laughs> oh, that was a great show. My favorite like show it. as a kid. One of those tables had a had two open, not in box uh, Electric Woman action figures. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had figures. I didn't either. I just saw it today. Was it like Mego type? No. They were like six inch action figures. Maybe five inches. Like vintage or, or current? Or no, they, they looked older. Okay. Because so I would have thought they'd been like the Amigo or like a Barbie or something. They weren't, they weren't Amigo at all. They were very much action figure type. They were Nugo, not Migo. So we, uh, we didn't talk about it on the show last time we recorded, but you recently had a birthday, Frank. Yeah, my birthday was uh, a week from last Friday, I suppose. Pretty, it was a, it was a good birthday, pretty uneventful, but... Uh, Turned 41. 43. All I was right. trying to trying to keep you back a <laughs> Two years, thanks. 
You don't look a day over 42. Thank you. Jerk. <laughs> That's mean. That's backhanded. That was a backhanded compliment. I'm really enjoying these fries. In fact, I may have to go get another order of fries. They're well, good. get regular, don't because that was a large. No, oh yeah. Still, I like the uh, I like the Cajun flavoring. So what'd you do on your birthday? Let's see. Um, I meet a girl, little Nancy, and my friend Rachel. They kind of took me out. I had a couple cocktails. That was it. Nothing, nothing terribly special. I had to do SATs the next morning. Oh, Proctor. Yeah. What? So uh, I had Proctor SATs. What are SATs? Uh, standard aptitude test. It's a test you take in uh, high, high school. school to get into college. To get into college. Yeah. You had to take those. No, no, no. I proctored them. I, I watched. I uh, administrated them. Oh, okay. But Nancy and I do this uh, several times a year, so we so you walk us. up and down the aisles with wooden rulers. Yes, exactly. That's, that's honestly that's how it is. We have to just make sure they don't see. And so Nancy and I, we just uh, we left early because we had that the next morning. But that's it. Nothing special at all. Talk to your parents. A lot of Facebook. Uh, Talk to my parents. A lot of Facebook uh, stuff on your wall. Got a lot of Facebook birthday stuff. That was sweet. And, uh, but you know, nothing really, nothing really going on this year. Just, just today. I got upstaged by a general <laughs> at work. They had brought out cupcakes. You know, for me, and um, you know, the cupcakes came, and and everyone's kind of gathering around the cupcake, and then a general comes in to make an announcement, and, and so that kind of got interrupted. And by the time he left, everyone had lost interest. How do you lose interest in cupcakes? <laughs> well, people were just kind of taking them and, and listening to the general, and not basking in my glory. We we're basking in the uh, general's glory. So, it was kind of funny. Someone sent me a text. The general stealing his thunder. <laughs> Just walk around calling yourself like uh, El Presidente or something. <laughs> it's you, my you birthday. Would, you would outrank him. Today I outrank you. It's my birthday. <laughs> you, you may be, be cool. You may be a general, but it's not your birthday. What's the super horse's name? Is it Comet? I think it's Comet. That sounds right. Comet, Beepo, Beppo, and Crypto. Yeah, Comet. And Streaky the super cat. Yeah. Is it Beppo the monkey? I think so. That's what I thought earlier. And I don't think the cat has any power. The power of annoying people. Of of, uh, every cat's power. Of bearing its proof. So we're gonna we gotta get together this week and record some more stuff. If we get together on Wednesday, it's gonna have to be a tight night because Bill and I have a shoot on Thursday morning. Oh yeah? Yeah. Well maybe we could do it Tuesday night or something. So what tell tell us where Bill is, I forget. Well, I seem to remember he said he was in Austin. And was it karate? Was it a karate uh, event or was it a family uh, okay. event? I think Zoe was doing too. karate. I think so, yeah. I forget what it was. Was it like an exhibition or? 
Sorry, I was nodding. Yes, I think it's an exhibition. <laughs> nodding doesn't work on radio. Have you been doing some painting? Huh? Have you been doing some painting? Huh. No, I haven't. Looks like paint. Maybe you brushed up against something wet. I must have put yeah. out. That's weird. I have a white streak on my hand for no reason. Oh well. No, I mean I must have touched something at the table. I mean at the time. So in recent years, I've noticed a lot of people dressing up. A lot more people dressing up. Uh, I'm not. I don't know if they're affiliated with the show or. I mean, with the con or, or, or not? Oh, well, we lots of fans. Like, there's those uh, Costume Crusader girls. Yeah. Uh, they kind of do that on their on the side. I think I told you, they do birthday parties and stuff like that. Okay. So that's kind of like their side business. That'd be cool. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if the show hires them to stand there or not. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, it just fits in with the con, so I'm sure they work something... You know, at the least, they, they work something special out. Like maybe give them free space or something. Like yeah, I mean that sounds like prime space, right? You know, right near the front of the entrance. You don't you don't think they charge them a table like they do other vendors? I don't know. Well, because they're not selling anything. Right. I, I think mean, the tips they, they pick up are for charity or something. Yeah, they have done that in the past. They did what? They they, they a tip jar. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see the tip jar. Like, see, I don't think I've ever seen the tip jar, so now I feel kind of bad. Well, they work really hard in their costumes. They're, we've talked, we've spoken to those girls tons of times. They're really good. They work really hard on those costumes. Those are really good Mary Jane costumes. That girl's really pretty, too. I never did see the Tron girl, Laura. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't see that. She did a good job. Well, they do have a website, so I guess, you know, if you're out there wanting to hire them for your birthday. Yeah. Costume Crusaders. Wanting to hire them for Frank's next birthday. Yeah. I would love for them to be at my next birthday. Especially Mary Jane. And the girl, did you see the doc, The girl who is, uh, who is the next generation? Uh, yeah, redhead. Yeah. The doctor. Oh, the doctor. she was, she yeah, was, she was Dr. Doctor. Crusher, of course. Yeah. I was trying to figure out the red hair, who the red hair was. But yeah, she had the the bluish green medical. Yeah, okay, I get it now. There was a, a some kid posed with them, and then that girl goes, "What's your name?" To the kid, the kid was like maybe fifteen. And then, you know, he says name, and then she took out her tricorder and started scanning him, and then she said something like, "You seem to be sick." It just seemed kind of odd that she would go that far for a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, and the fifteen-year-old was just kind of. Looking around, like, okay, I'm sick, I guess. I'm surprised he didn't say, you know, give a fake name like Ben Dover or something like that. Ben Dover? <laughs> They're really good with Alex. Uh, really? He yeah, he wasn't quite sure, which is odd. I mean, he, but he, he was kind of, uh, he didn't quite know how to react. Right? Which, if you remember Brickhouse, he's not usually like that. <laughs> he, um, well, you know, I mean, I guess the costumes don't mean anything to a three-year-old. You know, other yeah. unless they're in makeup, that's just another grown-up to them. Like, I don't think the costumes get them excited, would it? 
I just didn't, I don't think he knew what to make of it, right? So, but they were really friendly to him and uh, ooing and took a picture. Yeah, um, I, I guess so. But just just trying to make him not catatonic. I'm not ashamed to admit I absolutely love this song. <laughs> Open Arms oh, by yeah. Journey brings back seventh grade memories. Which album is that on? I don't know. Greatest Hits. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Journey. The one with the exploding planet on the ground. No, you're thinking of Boston. No, like, Journey had, Journey like, an a, emblem. They, they had, like, a beetle thing on all... It was, like... It was always a form of some kind of beetle on the Journey album. I thought one of them had, like, an exploding... Like, well, it might have, but there was probably a beetle on it also. Uh, Boston always had the spaceship. The guitar spaceship? Yeah. Boston was awesome. Asia also had like a airbrush cover. And now you find yourself in 82. That's an old song. 82? Is that Boston? No, that's Asia. Oh. Oh, Asia, yeah. Um, You know there's a guy at work who has like... We had to bring retro stuff one day and a guy brought a... For a shoot, and a guy brought his Asia Asia poster. He said he kept it like in his rec room, right? medically sealed. No, it's just been up in his room. Isn't that funny? Hey, I found you a copy of uh, Bat Out of Hell. I have several copies. Probably not this copy. Really? Yeah. Remember the I gave you a copy of Bat, right? Yeah. It's it's also a. Uh, Japanese pressing for the European market. Don't of, have it. Of Bat Out of Hell. Nice! Thank you. How many copies of that um, you have? This would be, be four. Mm-hmm. I think I have three. Love that album. So it'll, it'll sound the same, but it'll look different. Oh, Dan, Ann, Dan from San Ann wins the oh, Cool Guy Award for the day, by the way. Because the first thing you said when you saw me today was, holy cow, have you lost weight? All right. It's been a while since you've seen me, you know? Since I went on that. But you usually keep pretty trimmed as far as I can Yeah, but I mean, since I've seen Dan, I lost 20 pounds. Really? Yeah. Did did you giggle like a little bit? Like, thank you. (laughs) I gained some back over the holidays, but I went from a 36 waist to a 34. Wow. Okay. Because I stopped, I stopped eating and drinking sugar all the time. So. Yeah, that'll do it. But thank you, Dan, for that. That was awesome. Have you ever drank mineral water? Mineral what? water? Mineral water. Doesn't that make you poop? <laughs> what? How's the difference? I'm sorry. Void or bottled water? Well, it's like it's got all the fizziness. Right, but no, no sugar. Like not even. Oh, you mean like oh, club soda? Period. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it because it tastes gross because of the the carbonation. It tastes carbon dioxide. Yeah. Well, so does soda. Soda's got that. Well, it does. I like it. This doesn't taste carbon dioxide at all. It's got the bubbles. Well, anyway, I switched to it. But the diet coke soda. flavor. Disguises the carbon dioxide when you just got soda water. Yeah. All you got is carbon dioxide. That's only only old people drink soda water. You're the second person that's called me old from this show in the last 24 hours. (laughs) Hey, Lawson, Lawson drinks soda water Ah. with lime. He'll put lime in it. 
Hey, how are you? Hey, give me some pseudo water. You know Lawson's gonna be a dad in the second time. I saw how I love how they announced it. Yeah. They, on Facebook, they had their current son wear a T-shirt saying, "I'm gonna be an older brother." Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good for them. Did they? Have, yeah. Well, did they know gonna be a boy or girl yet? I don't know. I don't. I don't it's think too early. When we step outside, we should try calling Bill and put him on speakerphone just to see if he's around. Bill? Yeah, McDonald. Bill, the voice. That guy. Well, I was confused because we were just talking yeah, about. Oh, that. I know, but <laughs> sorry. See if you'll uh, stop in Austin Books. It's a comic shop down there. Yeah. Oh. Just got text. It's from Bill McGonnell. And Bill says, great, but audio didn't capture. Huh. I don't think Bill's going to have a segment for this show. I asked, hey Bill, not missing much here. How's Austin? Bill said, great, but audio didn't capture. So let's, when we go outside, let's call him and see if we can get him on the speaker. Let's go ahead and head outside. Oh, look. Just checking my my tweet uh, app here. Ken Morgan tweeted, uh, The girl is finally showing interest in Star Wars. I had episode one on, and she was interested and wants to watch episode two with me tonight. Oh, that's sweet. And Dennis, you said... Uh, you said Alex somehow knew who Darth Vader was today. He did. He saw he saw Darth Vader. Uh, Why does that surprise you? I mean, haven't you introduced him to no to Star Wars? No. Why not? Because he's three. I don't know. When do you, when do you introduce him to Star Wars? A year ago. <laughs> uh, in the womb. You should have played Star Wars soundtrack music up against your wife's belly when she was pregnant. So now, he you're could get to use to it in you. <laughs> right, let's go outside. All right, we're outside. We're gonna call. We're gonna call Bill and see what happens see here. See if he answers. Yeah. I hope he let Russell know beforehand this time. <laughs> oh he was, yeah, he always <laughs> gets hell for that. I'm sorry, he always gets heck for that. Bill! What's up, dude? How you doing, man? It's Frank and uh, Dennis. We're all here outside uh, Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Tremendous. I'm jealous. So what happened to your audio? Huh? What happened oh, to your apparently, audio? Apparently when the IC uh, recorder is full, uh, you can hit the record button and do whatever you want. It's not actually going to record anything. So you, awesome. you, the audio guy, didn't... Didn't check to make sure his equipment was was ready to go. Yeah. Bill, we need a segment. Gotta yeah, come up with something. Can't you? Couldn't you have? All right, okay. Yeah, it's really busy. Uh, geez, uh, the phone's breaking up. Uh, geez, uh, you know, have a hard time hearing you guys. You you couldn't have just deleted something and then recorded again. No, you can't. On the IT recorder, you cannot. Well, for one thing, I didn't realize until it makes it too late. But the other thing is, you know, you cannot, you can delete an entire, my understanding is you can delete an entire folders worth of uh, stuff, 
but you cannot delete just an individual file in a folder without having it hooked up to your computer. And you didn't want to no. delete a whole folder, I guess? Uh... <laughs> no, there are, only two, there are only two folders that have stuff on it. Uh, Sasha's folder, which is untouchable, and my folder, uh, which was probably not untouchable, but I've got stuff on it. So, I, I didn't, you know... I, I started going back and listening to see if there were uh, files I could delete, but then I realized that I can't delete just file 33. You know, file D33. I have to delete the entire D folder. All right, well, next time, let's do some... Stuff. Next no, time, let's no. do some pre-pro, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying this, by the way. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, this will be your segment on the show. Oh, I'll tell you okay. what, this, why, why don't you provide the uh, boilerplate, too? Uh, he said he wants you to... Uh, you, you, okay, can, you want me to... Uh, maybe I can give you some stuff you need to beep out? He wants you to do the boilerplate. Uh, while I'm driving back from uh, Austin? Or, or tonight when you're home safely. Guys, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever you guys are into, you know. I mean, this is great. You know, it's a good time. I mean, it's just Jersey Bear on one side, 18 wheelers on the other side. You know, other side. You know really, you know, not a big deal, really. Did it's just the life of my wife and kid. All right, then you never know. mind. Did you at least give Did you at least give Russell a call that you're gonna be up in Austin? We uh we never got to Austin. We were due east of Austin. Oh, okay. We're, we're out near Elgin, if that rings bell. I'm sure it does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, here's something you need to be about. Oh, okay. What did you say? Well, the uh, phone's breaking up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest uh, Kleenex. It doesn't work with Kleenex. Bill, we can't hear you. Hello? All right, he swore. <laughs> so now i got to make sure I bleep that. All right. He goes, there's something you got to bleep out or something. I don't know. All right, are you going to wrap her up? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys, it was a, it was a good time. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, so girls, this is all about girls this week. Sci-fi girls, yay. Yeah, I think I got some good interviews, Brad. You'll okay, like good. If you put them up tonight, I'll FTP them tonight. I got I got to edit one, but uh, oh, okay, I'll I'll be good. Then I got a couple phone calls too with some friends. Two phone calls. Oh, good. And then you got one with your girls. Yes. Well, the listeners already know all this because this is the end. So, oh, that's true. All right, all right then.
Say, how you doing, Half Hour Wasted Nation? This is Bill. I'm a little bit scared. I'm also quite excited about uh, what I'm getting ready to do here. Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to finish off a uh, kolache before I get inside, so pardon me. So I've come here to the Plano Convention Center on this, the uh, 30th day of January. In the year before, ah, he's, uh, sorry, his kolache's really thick. Um, so I've shown up here with the express purpose of um, doing better interviews than Brad and Frank, uh, who allegedly were here yesterday, and I'll see if I can get to the bottom of that, too. Uh, Brad's going to have some fairly convincing evidence, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what I can dig up here, being your intrepid reporter. Yeah, the champion of the, uh, the common man. That'd be, uh, that'd be me, the voice. So... With no further ado, let me see if I can find people to talk to. Half hour wasted. And away we go. How's it going, y'all? Yes, sir. Halfway up on the left-hand side. Thank you, you very much. Minutes, halfway up on the right-hand side. I'm covered. Appreciate it. How you doing? Hi. Fine. Hi. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Come over so we can skip it here. All There you go. Good deal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Will do. So what is this? Uh, so what is this after party? Is that, is that this? Oh, Oscar watching party. Okay. I hardly watch TV. I read comic books. You don't pay attention to the movies and the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen about, uh, I don't know, maybe one movie in Oscar attention this year, so uh, that's, uh, that's my bad. It just means I see bad movies. You see what? It just means I see bad movies. Oh, no. Right. What'd you see? What'd you see? Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, it's almost the comic book movies. Uh, your kick asses and... Uh, um, no, I, I did see Despicable Me. Oh, you don't I, you, I don't know. Unless Tron is in contention. Uh. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't even know that. <laughs> All right, well, just go. Thank you. Appreciate it. Here we go. Half hour wasted. No kidding. So where's your store? Uh, Abrams and Royal. Abrams and Royal. Is this a new one? No, we've been around for 20 years. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm up here in the Plano area, and so I've tried to make it around. I, cool. I'm just a, I'm a big fan of the LCSs. You know, I've, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been everywhere from Planet 51 out in Arlington to Zeus to the stuff up uh, Madness and yeah. you know, whatnot up in Plano. And uh, cool, I'm always looking for a yeah, new store to go scope out. Man, really? I got a bunch of legions for 50 cents. Okay. Dum Dum. Uh, Abrams, uh, that's roughly where? I mean, uh, if you were to take 75 yeah. south, you just exit Royal. Come okay. Down a couple miles to you hit Abrams. Oh, okay. Oh, hell, that's easy. We're up in okay. Big shopping center there. We're right next to a Sherwin Williams paint store. Nice. Tuck the corner there. Don't remind me, I've got uh, stuff to do inside. <laughs> I have to go get some damn paint and take care of the front bathroom or something or other. Um, by the way, my name's Bill. Jay, I, uh, nice I, to meet I, you, I man. do a uh, uh, podcast with a couple other guys oh, okay. who were theoretically here yesterday. Which one? Um, uh, well, one guy kind of looks like um, I described him as a bald Wookie uh, earlier, Les? and uh, no, it's uh, Brad and Frank. Oh, okay, actually, and uh, 
What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> so yes, they were uh, theoretically here running around talking to people, and I'm not 100% sure they actually okay. lived up to that. So I'm just kind of asking around, trying to figure out if uh, you know, have people actually seen these two cats. One of them kind of looks like me with a soul patch. The other guy is like a big old, big old, like six five Don Ho. Yeah, huh. it's just, yeah. So, anyway, well, good times. Well, I will look forward to coming and yeah, uh, scoping man. your store out, man. I'm always up for a new store. one. Excellent. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Yeah, you too, man. All right. So I think I'm on to something. You might say the voice. That's ridiculous. But. Uh, I've scoured the crowd here and have found no sign of Frank or Brad's presence here yesterday. Well, uh, we'll dig a little deeper and see where we get. Stay tuned. I found LinkedIn. I do a podcast uh, called Half Hour Wasted. A couple of my buddies were here yesterday, uh, the other two guys, and um, I was wondering if maybe they, uh, they came around and talked to you or anything. One of them looked like... Uh, he looked kind of Hawaiian, but he's not. And the other guy kind of looked like uh, uh, me, but with a soul patch. And um, I just, I'm, I'm wondering if they even came yesterday. So I was trying to figure that out. You were so busy, though. It's hard to keep. Well, busy is good. Wish I could have seen it. Well, cool. Thank you very <laughs> okay, much. Thank you. All right. So that's a no. Have a wasted. Okay. I got to ask you. Which one are you? You're not a very short stormtrooper, so, no. so uh, am I? Uh, am I supposed to know who you are? No. You're scary enough. Um, I I don't need to know who you are. Um, you've, uh, you've you've got a, an air of authority over me already, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Because <laughs> you know people these days don't have enough discipline. That's my uh, that's my thoughts. Can you actually see through that? Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I can sure. See. You want me to take you want me to take a picture? All... No, I just want a picture of him oh, okay. and my sister. Okay. You want a picture of him and me? <laughs> sure. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Costume. That rocks. That rocks. You are you are tremendous, man. I have no idea where you keep your keys, but um, oh, okay, okay. I, it, of course, I have no idea where you'd keep the uh, the land speeder or whatever it is you guys fly around in these days. <laughs> so, good times. Well, cool. I uh, I thank you, and uh, I wish you good luck in keeping the peace out here. Probably not a bad idea setting right up next to the guns and knives yeah. in case anything goes wrong. You just pull out your phaser and vaporize them. <laughs> I found Since you put this armor on Batman? Yeah. Oh. Oh, dude. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Kid, kid's going to freak on this. I don't suppose you have any Legion stuff, do you? Legion superheroes? Oh, knife through my heart right there. <laughs> you know, Lightning Lad and Sunboy and Brainiac 5 and Monel and guys like that. Cool. Well, let me uh, get these bad boys off your hand at least. Six dollar. Very good. Excellent. Oh, no kidding. So cool. Where uh, where are you guys? Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a Plano kid, so uh, my stopping grounds. But I do like to get around a bit. So uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So is it, uh, what's your specialty? Toys, obviously. You do, uh... Vintage. Oh, okay. Oh, tremendous. Okay. No, that makes good sense. Oh, that's tremendous. Well, it's a good niche, too, because, uh, yeah, you're, you know, you're obviously getting everybody about my age that was, you know, 10 years old when Star Wars first came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, I want one of them. Them little, little R2s, little head that spins, makes a clicking sound. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've still got my land speeder. My uh, my kids haven't broken that yet, but uh, most of my other uh, most of my other old goodies are uh, are gone. Like, I just about cried when I uh, pulled my uh, GI Joes out of the box. Oh god, I don't know, 20 years ago maybe, but they've been up in my uh, mom's attic for five years at that point, and it was like, oh cool, let's let's check these out and snap every single one of the joints, the other rubber joints, just you know, gotten brittle and. You know, so every time you flex an arm, it just comes straight off, and maybe you want to cry. You want to freaking cry, man. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I appreciate it. This is a very good time. Hey, um, while I'm here, um, I do a uh, I do a podcast with uh, some other guys. Uh, these other two guys were uh, uh, were supposedly here yesterday, and I'm just wondering if maybe they came around and talked to you. Um, one of them was. Uh, Big tall guy looked Samoan, but he had a kind of a, a weird hairdo. And the other guy kind of looked like me with a soul patch. Frank and Brad? No, probably not. I don't think so. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know. I wasn't here. Oh. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea which one would have come as the uh, the the wife and which one the husband. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Hmm. I'll have to check with them and see if they. Uh, came in. He hasn't had any eye problems lately that I know of, so maybe not. Okay. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate it. Ladies, gentlemen, we'll do it again sometime. Thank you. Have hello with it. God, you guys are so busted. I mean, I've asked hundreds of people here, and not one of them have heard of you guys. So, um, anyway... Yeah, I'm having a little fun with this. Uh, oh, hey, you know, I got one last person I can ask about you guys, and then I'll go ahead and uh, call this one. Uh, you know, we'll just we'll just say the defense rests on this. Have a wasted. If you don't mind, um, I wasn't here yesterday. Um, I had to be down in uh, Austin watching my wife do the tough mutter, which was awesome. But a couple guys came around yesterday. Um, one guy who. Kind of looks like a bald Wookiee, and the other guy kind of looks like me, except with a soul patch. And I'm just wondering if they might have come around and interviewed you guys. No, they didn't. Okay. I know what you guys are talking about, but they didn't. They interviewed uh, somebody in a booth over there. They were here. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong. Yeah, I really thought I was onto something, but. Um, Brad Frank, I concede you guys were there. Well, it was fun. I mean, I always love the other uh, conventions. I love burying my head in 50 cent bins and quarter bins, and they had dime bins this week, which I've never seen before. And uh, frankly, I want to see that become a trend of, of conventions. Yeah, dime bin. That's good stuff, boys and girls. So, reporting live from the Plano Convention Center, Brad and Frank, or as I like to call you guys, BF which is the first two-thirds of best friends forever. I'm going to have to wish you all reverse flash wishes 
<laughs> try saying that three times flat, uh, flash, 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 moon, knock, rock, and Adam Warlock dreams with your professional news package from the convention. This is the voice signing off. That's all we did. Howdy, folks. Sam Shepard here. And I, I, I've already done one of these. Well, in that case, let me turn over to one of my personal friends and running buddies, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Hello, Sam Shepard. Hello, I'm Sir Anthony Hopkins. You may know some of my fine work, such as Hearts in Atlantis, Slipstream, and Where I Stand, the Hank Greenspun story. You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. That makes you cool and edible. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com to check out blogs, photos, and more. And don't forget to visit the new message board at forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop an individual email at bradfrankorbill at halfhourwasted.com. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday on the same feed. Check out the Walking Dead TV podcast. And check out the Black Box, and keep an eye out for Speak of the Devil, our Daredevil-centric podcast, which has just gotten cancelled. So instead, watch out for Media Minutes. And visit our sponsor, DCBService.com. And remember, till next week, he's Bill, he's Brad, he's Frank, and they'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. And one more thing. On behalf of Ray Liotta's exposed brain, please go see Thor or I'll have to keep starring in movies like The Right. Thank you, Clarice. Did you, I beg it